and Stu from Stone Rad Doing. Welcome to the Climbing the Thorn Blodgecast. And with Cabra and Ash. Oh, hi, Stu. Thanks for that great intro. And as always, <laughs> I'm with Ash. Hello, Stu. How are you today? And hey, also, Cabra, Stu. Oh, you're quite What's well. What's happening? Thanks for letting me take the intro this time. Mate. No worries, man. I was trying to stop you. But oh, no, no. You couldn't. offered. I just couldn't resist. <laughs> Said the priest. Good to have you here. Those who don't know Stu, uh, he's a prostitute and he's a priest. <laughs> and he works for Stormrider Touring. And by works, I mean just does some stuff in his spare time, plays for Silent Night, uh, and occasionally features on the Claiming the Throne Blodgecast. And we do talk about him most episodes. Where have you been? Actually, you know, before we, uh, before we <laughs> say where I've been, I'd like to thank you, Claim the Throne Blodcast, <laughs> for your, your concern about my welfare. <laughs> Numerous text messages to ask mm. how I am. Mm. Mentions on the podcast mm. or the Blodcast. Yeah. We're a caring community show. Episode named after the search you know for Stu. <laughs> yeah, I like Search that. for Stu. Yeah, I saw that. And also I noticed at the same time, <laughs> The best of the podcast is actually one of my episodes, number one. Oh, is that right? On, on, on the iTunes, iTunes oh, or the oh, podcast app. Of course, you're checking that. That's where you've been. Well, if I just scrolled down, I could see best of the podcast. Stu's back from Europe or back something. Back in the like day, that. it used to be Louis Rando and it used to be Jason North. Well, once um, you add more episodes, I guess the competition gets stiffer. Yeah. And also, and also <laughs> a lot more difficult. <laughs> what have we got? Funny stuff. And speaking of regular listeners, I did Best speak to podcast. Smitty the other night and he was saying that last episode was very humorous, which I agreed with. But you concur? Best, Best of, of the, the podcast, podcast is truly Podcast 86, Stu from Silent Night. And number two is episode 118, Sip Some Jaeger. <laughs> really? <laughs> so you know how that – have you ever scrolled down just enough to even see that? Not really, Yeah, no. so recommended podges. Well, see, I think it's, that's why you've asked me on because your ratings have dropped. I'd say – you need another best of. I believe Probably so. Probably because you're the only person that's ever shared the episode, but I dare say you won't this time because <laughs> you're off social media. I, I'm having a break, yeah. I'm Is just, it good? It's very good. What are you up to? Just sort of like <sighs> watching <laughs> porn, going for <laughs> massages? I have been getting a couple – I got some remedial Yager. massages recently. Really? Pretty good. Is yeah, that use way of saying... HBF um, for the year. Oh. Yep. Special massage, contour massage. So HBF called. covers that? Oh, I do select it on the thing, yeah. Mm. Remedial. That pays for itself if you go enough? Mm, you get a portion back. Anyway, let's not talk about private health cover too much. <laughs> well, it is. If you want to know more about that, just go to HBF at podcast.apple.com and you will see best of HBF is remedial massage. So That's right. Special massage, in fact. Just so like... Yes. Uh, a special episode. Should we start the intervention? Yeah. Stu, where have you been? Oh. oh, the intervention. Okay, I've been at home. I've been on, uh, been, uh, I don't know what I've been doing. More than, I just haven't been online. So, I don't know, Cab is really worried about me. Right, well, you're in the hot seat. so you're, Yeah, you're I really feel pressure. You asked me about beer. All of a sudden we're doing this. Was there something that sparked this? Were you just like, all right, that's the last day I'm going to be on Facebook for a while after this oh, particular event. I was quite, quite fatigued. Planned ahead to have a break? Uh, no, just, well, I've done it before. You know, just have, you know, yeah. usually towards the end of the year my work gets a bit hectic. Mm. But I was feeling a bit fatigued from um, excessive amount of gigs mm. and um, I just felt that I needed to take, take some time to get my creative juices flowing. And eliminate just dragonland Tour, right? There's Dragonland Tour. There was an all eight gig as well. Mm. But also I've been hell overdue to write some new music and I was just eliminating a distraction from my life pretty mm-hmm. much. And that's one big distraction I got rid of for, for now and a few other things as well. But and you um, have been writing music? 
Yeah, yeah, finished most of the song the other day, so you can let Sophie know because I know she's my biggest critic. Maybe you should send <laughs> the songs to her before finalising them. Oh, after Cam's touched it probably for, for Sophie's sake. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And no, after it's... she's touched. Um, yeah. So that was a joke that went down like a sack of somebody's shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was good. So I didn't realise that you were off social media in general. But well, I didn't really tell anyone. But well, you... Oh, well, I mean, I'm generally a low user of that like i'll search insty obviously looking for anything that al posts on there to mm. see if i can i don't know see his microphones mm. and also the equipment he uses to record vocals <laughs> yeah yeah record drums yeah but uh i did notice from a few messages you sent me that you were not in the same i guess marketing promotions stormwriter mindset that you were more in a creative juices mindset i have there was nothing to promote right now i've like you know i've done my time for the year yeah. Well, maybe you were backdoor and also around about promo- <laughs> promoting because you sent one bunch of messages about your Reaper disaster that we oh, were just yeah. alluding to. Yeah, yeah. So obviously you were doing some sort of recording. Trying to, yeah. Just before that, we'd done that drum stuff, the programming shit, mm. the MIDI yeah, that's stuff. Right. We did that here. And yeah. then just after you were talking about this soft, soft tube thing about mixing, so I was like, oh, sounds like Silent Night are prepping to... Silent Night are ramping up, baby. They're ramping up big time. Yeah, it's, it's long overdue. It's long um, overstew. But I yes, well, see, I, I say I say yes a lot when I get offered really cool things. Yes, and lots of things came up, and also, <laughs> yeah, you guys knew jokes. Um, so yeah, I had a lot of good opportunities in the last couple of years, and sort of put everything else on the back burner and just tried out a few things. And but now it's come around again where it's time for a new album. So it's sort of I sort of gave Cam most of the year to finish his Cold Fate album, which hasn't happened yet, even though it keeps promising it's going to be done. So I've Finished waiting for him now and it's, yeah, time to start up again. So. Sense of urgency. What's his hold up? Yeah. Like is he just a perfection? He likes like, to, yeah, yeah. It'll take him a year to mix something for me. Hi, Cam. I hope you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stop getting mixing yourself, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, um, so now we tried a few new things. Like um, we, we did a – we recorded a, uh, drums for a song the other week. Oh. With, with, with drums. Cool. Yeah, um, Dan recorded them before he nicked off on the tour. Yeah. And um, live drums or on an electric? He, no, no, live drums with triggers. No shit, so trigger that's the cool. shells, um, so we can muck around with tones as needed. But yeah, real symbols and cool. Yeah, so it's just a trial for the new album. It's a, it's just a one-off song, and then um, we are going to do some reamping this time. To mm-hmm. up, yeah, so basically just trying to increase quality, the realness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got um, I got one of the Cold Fate tracks reamped just to convince Cam that it was worth looking at. And, oh, wow. um, who'd you get it? Uh, Who did it? Done with Chris Thamelko from Orpheus Amiga. Oh, no shit. You guys would know. Yeah. He's a bit of a wizard reamp, so got him to start working on those. Yeah, cool. So with the idea of this song that we're working on, just doing a song, for, we, we basically got, uh, I won't say what it is, but we got asked to do a cover for someone in, in Europe doing a compilation, um, which would be pretty good for us. So we'd done that. Oh, this month coming up, I think we'll finish that off. Yes, yeah, uh, but that will basically be just like a template for the new the new sound for the album. Yeah, just um, so work out the new tones and all that sort of shit. So. Yeah, that that flicks my jimmies around. I knew you'd like something that. fierce. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I'm um, all yeah. about that because I remember you gave me a good grilling on drums before. Yeah, yeah, no, so we'll give it a try. Anyway, Dan was really keen to play on some stuff, and yes, yeah, so. yeah. Well, man, when you got the gear. And the guy. And the guy. The guy. You know, like why not? And truly the hardest thing about drums is getting a prick who can play in time and 
Dan has proven time and time again to do that. So, yeah. well, he was already in the studio doing some other shit. And oh, yeah. He's like, he goes, Look, man, I've got to be in the studio in two weeks' time for, for whatever he was doing. Yeah. He goes, Just bang me a click track and some guide guitars and we'll do it. And just, oh, he did it at his. No, no, joint? he used, um, I think it was a vision or something. Oh, okay. I didn't, Sweet. I didn't go down there, but yeah. he was doing some other work for, for some other band and. Just banged in while he was there, sort of thing. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it sounded really good. So yeah, he just gave us the raw track. That's all I heard, and yeah, he Cam all the, you know, the trigger files and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, but yeah, so just trying to ramp up on all that sort of stuff and start getting in the headspace of artwork and uh, like concepts and ideas for like uh, you know like themes and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just been thinking. My head's been more in that than everything else. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's a textbook silent night. Sort of themes and song stylings. Do you um, well, I like to look at what's going on in the climate of the world at the moment as well. So maybe so dragons, uh, warriors. I was actually talking to Cam last night. Maybe trying to make a little bit more intelligent. A few things. Mm. Yeah, we'll probably have a few dumb songs again. So certainly, climate change and artificial intelligence is the buzzwords I'm hearing from that last yeah. sentence. <laughs> they go hand in hand. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So um, I don't know. There's really early days yet. So like, you know, can't really, can't really confirm or anything. But we'll see. Trying, trying to come up with something, improve on the last one, you know. Yeah, cool. So you've had an EP before. Two EPs. Two EPs. They're pronounced EPs, actually. Eps. Continue. I thought that was short episode. Yeah. So those, the songs that have been on those, you've then ha- had on albums, some of the songs. Uh, so the first EP, Power Metal Supreme, mm. had the Prisoner of Your World track. So that was like a precursor to the second album. Yeah. So that's why that was because we got Jesse in the band and we wanted to show off what he was about and give a window to the second album. And then the second EP was Angel Reborn. The Angel Reborn. And that's because we re recorded a song for the which was a pre release for the upcoming re recording of our album. <laughs> our first album. Because we basically like just pump out as much shit as we can. Yeah. And, and also uh, record that's why a lot. we do but we're not, not gonna do an EP this time. No, no, EP. no, but you've got a song obviously going to be released to the world prior to the album being finished, yeah, so, written and recorded. Well, there's a cover song that we got asked to do for that compilation and got some other new shit. So I'd say uh, we're not going to do any gigs until probably mid next year mm-hmm. and we'll probably play some new shit there. Cool. Yeah. And so if I won't ask too much about the compilation, but would that be... Just on like CD format, or um, oh. like, would, could you put it on the site? Cassette, Spotify. I think, I think they're doing it on cassette. Hmm. Some real underground Eastern European shit, and but we're free reign on whatever we you want. Do like, there, yeah, I was really? like, well, we'll do it, but I think the only condition was we can't give it away for free. Mm. I'm like, well, that's fine. We'll just Spotify it, and we can put it on an album if we want to. Or, or sell it on Bandcamp. Sell it on Bandcamp. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. We well, it's really it's up to us. We just got to pay royalties because it's a. Cover, so I don't have bank. Oh, so. right, Distro yeah. Kid, right? I missed that for your yeah, streaming. It it's a cover song, cover song on a compilation. Shit, yeah. there you it's go. like a tribute CD cassette. Sorry, mm. yeah, so I think that's well, that's if that happens, it's supposed to happen. So, yeah. the, guy, the bass is, um, I don't know, I don't know when it's coming out sometime next year. I don't know. And how about the album release date? Oh, well, that's probably going to be like, who knows? Fucking hell, <laughs> thanks, Ash. Um, yeah, okay, that's good to know. What I want to know, right, yes. is your objection, this is mainly to clear up um, what me and Cabra have been generally talking about, is it about the sick of just just the day-to-day of social media or is it more about you're sick of like 
the industry that surrounds. I know that's what you want to hear. The dirty, creative you want dirty talk, don't thing you? of music. No, not no, 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 not dirty talk. <laughs> I mean, like I jumped off social media and also the nearest bridge a few years back, <laughs> and I found it gave me a, a little bit extra zest in the old creative juices, um, and also the songwriting was going well, <laughs> of course, and. Uh, yeah, but sometimes I think the industry and maybe what I've been loosely and very saggily referring to as the industry has maybe been more that thing, that social media, just exhaustion of what's hip or what to do or what trends. You know, like I love this idea of I saw a Thy Art Is Murder rig rundown or something like mm. that. Someone's, did you send that to me? No. Or did I send it to you to watch? Mm, possibly. Maybe. Real cool touring setup, man. I'll find it and send it to you. It's pretty sure, awesome. Sort of like a Thamelco setup where they've Orpheus have like a rack, which is a smaller version of like what Winter Sun do. Like just have all Axe effects and blah blah blah. They just pull it off and also open the case. They got click tracks. They got triggers. They got their amps. It all runs on MIDI and all this bullshit. So wicked tone night to night in ears. These guys have, and good old Marshy runs through it. Like pretty well, like I filled in a lot of gaps and also told me about some stuff I didn't know too much about that live sound. So yeah. that was pretty cool, right? Right. But what I'm finding is the reverse is happening. It's like, look, things can be so easy live and you, what people used to do is like adapt their studio setups to work live, whereas now I feel like people are adapting their live stripped back setups for the studio. Let's do this quickly. Let's... It's get, easier to trial and error things and seeing what catches oh, know, well, plates well, of beans. Plates of beans, yeah, yeah. But I mean like tones, you know what I mean? Like so you sent off some guitar DIs to Chris to reamp. Yeah. yeah. But if you just took your live setup, which would you prefer? Like a tube amp reamped by some dude who knows what he's doing or just like your bass amp with your pedals? Like I feel like there's a compromise with live gear these days to – get things consistent. But in the studio, I think that's happening a little bit more and more. Did you segue from one question to, to a statement? Of I that? don't really know. You were talking about social media that you went on to something about live rig setups and how did you get to that point? Because okay. all of these things are shared via social media. Oh, okay, cool. So, yeah, oh, this is what this band's doing. And yeah. then they go, oh, yeah, well, that's the latest. So when we've been on tour with bands and they've got like some crazy shit happening, it's because they've found out off the new sort of networking platform that this is what bands do now. I watched James Hetfield's rig rundown recently on YouTube. Any good? He has two axe effects and instead of he's at, like, I think For he's distortion got, as well? I think just four actually. But he's got, say for example, one channel, right? One guitar has two axe effects for it. Instead of switching patches, he switches units. Well, oh, his like guitar that. tech does it because apparently, I think it was Axe Effects 2 had like a millisecond delay or something oh. on the patch switch. <laughs> so rather than have to worry about that little inconvenience. He got an guitar- analog his, AB switch. No, his guitar tech just goes boom and flicks oh, yeah. A and B's it from one Axe Effects to Axe Effects 2. And then he's got B rig for his other guitar for when he changes guitars and that's got another two on that one as well. So that's, that's the luxury. Life, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, and he does. You think he has to lug that gear? Hell no. But like, yeah. So um, that's that's a pretty cool video to watch, actually. I will definitely watch. It's that. from the latest tour, so it's, he has one cab on stage just so you can get that little bit of live sound if he wants it. Yeah, <laughs> see, and I don't I don't mind it for touring and stuff, but that I guess that's sort of plays into what I'm talking about is that it's like a a holistic thing. Touring is so fucking hard. Let's make it easy. 
the studio, I don't think it needs to be harder. But, yeah, the perception is the quicker you do things, the better you do things. A lot of bands just pump out albums and stuff. And I'm a little bit worried. God, I guess I am all over the place, really. You are. Because, like, I would just prefer people take more time to write their songs and then get the sounds that are right. And if it just happens to be Axe Effects that's the right sound, go for your bloody life. But, yeah, I don't know. Social media is so quick and snappy and you get responses straight away, you get opinions straight away and stuff like that. And I feel that that's – I feel a bit stressed out when I think about doing an album because I'm trying to like, fuck, I better rush this fucker out. Yet – Central Media won't sign me despite how many times I've sent my album to them. Yeah. Well, it, it can be a bit um, like at the point I'm at now of the step one of a new album, it was super frustrating when you're really excited, like, yeah, I've done this in the past and every other new band's done it, but you're super excited and you want to share every little fucking time you take a shit. Yeah, with, you know, like, oh, check out the, cor- the bottom left-hand Nine corner. Nine times a day? Yeah, pretty much. Like, look at the bottom left-hand corner of our artwork. It's just been finished. Can't wait for the other three quarters of it to be finished. You know what I mean? Like, every little yeah. step of the – and, like, this time it's probably going to be more like, okay, bang, here's a finished product. There might be some little bits along the way or something. Mm. But, you know, it would be probably more worrying about the actual product than trying to sell it mm-hmm. way before it's ready. And then – because, I don't know, people probably get really sick of hearing about it. By, and it's finally come out and you go, oh, you know, we can't all take 12 months to mix an album, Ash Large. <laughs> whatever it did oh no you had it mixed it just didn't come out or something, wasn't yeah it? yeah and wasn't released either Cabba <laughs> what oh no hot seat Cabba comments oh. yeah I think it will probably get a bit more like that going forward I reckon yeah another five years and everyone will just be sick of that same sort of thing and just go I'll just save that corner of the artwork until when the rest is ready because does give me the shits so i don't think it's just a stew or an ash or a cabba thing i reckon the world thing so it's a it's a plate of beans and a world thing where yeah it's just one of those sort of cycles it'd be interesting to see it unfold over the cuming years any curiosity about the new tool album they're certainly in no rush yeah don't really use social media take the time to write songs I am 158,000% curious about mm. hearing it because I had a dream the other night and aside from that dream I had another one where I actually heard the new <laughs> Tool song and watched the film clip wow. with Owen in Bremer Bay. <laughs> Could happen. It, does it exist yet or not? No, it doesn't. So you, you was, preempted what it was going to be like. It was a great song and then it got really fucking weird and Maynard was wearing someone else's beard, which was strange. But the song was great. And I woke up thinking, I wonder what the new Tool album sounds like. So, yes, Cabba. They don't even have to post anything and people will go, I wonder they're what it's like. They're not on Spotify or anything, are they? No, they're not. No. They're off all that shit. So yeah. it'll be cool to see how they handle it. I won't be hearing it because it. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. I will stream it. No. Yeah. Um, I had a dream recently as well. And apart from that dream, I also had a dream that you were in a band with Barker. Oh, yeah. And I came over one day and after that, um, <laughs> when I was here, I saw you two like working on something in your room. And two things I remember about it. One, you had some new bass and you were bragging about how it had no brand name, but it was just had all this great stuff that it was made out of. It was like, cool, man. So exciting. And um, and there was also a bucket of fish, fluoro yellow fish in the bucket. <laughs> And plate of any beans? <laughs> Are we hot in here? Oh, we're okay. Yeah, all right. Can... Whatever. 
refresh. Cabra and I are both wearing caps just to protect just us from the elements. Get, yeah. The sun's coming through the window quite brightly there. <laughs> and so is some of the brightness of the <laughs> revolving star. Um, oh, shit. Oh, do I want to... No, I don't. The joys of using Raper live. So Raper that isn't free, yep. you have to use it for everything at the moment. How many days have you had Reaper for was. before buying it? Uh, I think I was at 1,259. I'll tell you after this. I'm not actually sure. But it's, yeah, it's pretty awesome. I will actually buy a license of Reaper now that I have to switch to it full time. Yeah, and same. Interestingly enough, on the way over some sort of a FTP server is another McGill's produce and also some of his bass tracks that he's been working on for the last month. McGill Jr. And he recorded it on Reaper because GarageBand was a human prick to him. And now that my Pro Tools has shat the bed, I'm going to experiment with Reaper with Roy's bass tracks. Import. Cool. Yeah, and just see what it's like to sort of compile shit from there. So, yeah, I'm sort of tied to it now. Keep us posted. Pretty crazy. Mm. I don't want to be worried about it. CameronDizzle.com.au will fill you in with anything you need. <laughs> yeah, so he he's must a, be a he's genius on He's had a few albums on, on Reaper now. Yeah, okay. The best part was last night we were at, our play, at my place working on some demo shit and he had to use my MacBook and he doesn't know how to use a... Oh, his PC? He's a PC man, yeah, so he was gotcha. freaking out a bit. He had to try to use a you know, like little square mouse thing that doesn't have any buttons and like, you got to use two fingers. That prick? No, nah, I got the one that I got a laptop, so it's built in. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The square with no yeah, buttons. He's gotcha. trying to work out how to, how to zoom in and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's quite yeah. amusing because he's usually like a gun. So I, you know, I sat back and laughed at him for a while. It's pretty good. Just get some bloody external mouse pad and shit. You know, I have to upgrade that thing. I'm getting a new computer in about yeah. a week and a half. Oh, yeah. Ordered. No, we'll order just after X mass. Those are pretty beefy monitors you got there, mate. Yeah, I barely used them because of this traffic noise. There's (laughs) no point. I have to crank the shit out of them. It's too loud. So I just, those headphones there that look like they've been split apart by a cabber. (laughs) Um, They're getting a lot of use at the moment. But they're good monitors. I bet. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah. How much are you selling them for? No, I'll keep those suckers. When I move move house or possibly into the back room. Before we move too far away from the plate of beans, yeah, um, <laughs> there was recently a band who was announced for Wacken. I don't know if you saw it. Australia's premier pirate metal band. They got caught Wacken. Oh, really? Mm. You no saw shit. I wouldn't have seen that. No, because no one sh- no one showed it to so me. Tro- how did Trollgasm? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Keep going. So they got announced for the Sabaton Cruise or something, which is a big deal over yeah. there. And then also Wacken. No shit. And it makes me wonder, because only the last episode we were discussing how they hearsay potentially may have turned down, you know, record deals and Should I have said allegedly on the last episode? I know how. The European booking agent who you all know. Really? Am I allowed to say his name? I don't know. Savvy. No, I don't know. He looked after no, him. But yeah. Oh, yeah. But he, oh, probably then, yeah. He might have helped him out. I don't know. He is Yerman. To get onto Wacken? Well, he does perform a lot of Wacken. I got mm. given the email address to the uh, one of the booking guys. He actually responded to me. Really? Very, very nice of him to do that, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh. Was it a polite no or was it, it'll cost you this much? He was like, hi, Stuart. Thanks for your email. Unfortunately, the roster is full this year. Yeah. Please try again next year. 
Yeah, so but they've already on. got the lineup done for. Oh, the this is a couple. Year. This is back when we were over there, so they were, mm. yeah, yeah, but it's still yeah. nice of them to take the time to reply. Yeah, it was but, funny. I, th- I thought as soon as they shared this post, all these people started sense. trying to claim it. How so? Like Sony and others. I don't know. They were just like proud to announce that a band oh. I've been. Oh, I don't know. Uh, all my hard work is paying off, and here they are announced. Like all these people have sort of. Just mm. jumping on it a bit. I won't mention it. It's a very Australian names, lineup but... for that um, Vulcan, isn't it? Because they've got like, well, they have Rose Tattoo and Airborne. And, oh, yeah, they're on every year, those mm. two, eh? Don't know. Mm. Is there a bridge nearby those bands so I can learn to dive off? What are you, Majak? <laughs> Majak Door? <laughs> yeah. Diddy? I don't know the news exactly. I just saw a headline. He's not dead, if that's oh. what you're wondering, but it was found at the bottom of a bridge this morning. Really? Mm. Is he writing a Chili Peppers or a Nirvana Nevermind song? <laughs> oh, God. Jesus, his top must have sprung a leak. Anyway, so back to metal. <laughs> um, look, all I'm going to say about the whole thing is that if they did allegedly turn down a deal and now they're on Wacken, Varken, Fucking good on them, hey. Like, that's the decision I like to hear mm. in life. That's why I like my friends and, well, I'll call them my friends, but really the people who put a restraining order out against me, Bellacore, mm. um, you know, for just doing good albums, doing their own thing, touring when they want, and then just, you know, getting hooked up with a bloody European festival every couple of years mm. and then just, you know, going back and being normal p- people. Yeah. You know, so, I mean... The good thing about Lagerstein is they at least travelled to another country. Speaking of Eastern Europe, and is it a Lagerstein compilation you're actually doing? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. There you go. Well, it could be. It That's might be a tribute. Thing. Yeah, because yeah, they Lagerstein moved. Tribute. I don't know their songs. Um, they moved uh, to Eastern Europe Yeah, I remember some time. Something about that. They lived there for like, was like um, Czech Republic or something? Yeah, or? something like somewhere that. Somewhere cheap. Yeah, Hungary Prague, maybe. Yeah, something like that. And they fucking did it. And we've seen bands like Parkway Drive do that on DVDs where they just go to fucking Europe. Just and slum it. Yeah, play yeah. to three people for Eat eight pudding years. Pudding every and night. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> this famous pudding. Fucking go get your nutrients cheap, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so at, at least I think that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, something we'll monitor and keep an eye on because I dare say if that's announced now, they'll be on a whole shitload more yeah, festivals yeah. while they're over there. Yeah, for sure. I must have had to plan it a good year in advance. I'd say trying to get onto that i think they always had the plans to go back over there anyway from what i could hear you guys have a vested interest in this band i feel there's something i don't know about um oh, not, after the ripping even. you gave him last week no, was, was you, you're rant well i think the ripping was more about rumahoy than lagerstein uh, yeah i, I yeah, figured yeah. it was that i don't know rumahoy is the splinter cell or should i say log cell that broke away from Lagerstein right. allegedly this this is all just horseshit. Who fucking knows if it actually happened? But <laughs> it's just speculation. The 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 rumor mill is, and I'm not one to perpetuate social media style rumors, but I will, is that yeah, they got offered a deal by Napalm. That the whole band decided no, and the Splinter Cell decided yes, and then they booted him or he left or whatever because he was disgruntled about it. Then he ate a few plates of beans and here he is on tour in Europe. Right. With another band. And, and yeah, he, in one of his 94 shits a day, crapped out an album and, you know, oh. that's what he's on tour with. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, means to an end. You, you need a tour of something, right? So let's just do an album. Whereas like, you know, 
I mean, that was probably the status quo with Lagerstein when they started, just get an album out because there's a bit of hype around this stuff, but at least they've been uh, pushing it, I at guess. It for a number of years. Yeah, yeah. Bio reports seem to do a lot for their local scene too. They're always putting on yeah, shows Yeah, putting on fucking tons fucking of shows. shows. Are they sponsoring this, uh, this lodge today or what? No. No? No. Just Sounds like they're doing well. That's all. Just yeah. talking about it. Loving it. Achieving more than most Australian bands, I guess, currently. So we've got no Silent Night to talk about at the moment. Definitely not. We've got no... Uh, Claim the Throne? Hey, so what's going, on with, no so what's going on with the uh, rebranding of the Lodge then, guys? Because I, I heard whispers of this. Oh, uh, we talk about things and yeah. can't be fucked. I listened to a Bobby Osinski podcast the other day, as I do, mm. or haven't done for the last 12 months, but it was how he makes his Lodge. Mm. And he said something <laughs> along the lines of, you know, I have to bounce it to a mono... 128 kilobyte mp3 and i thought why would you do that bobby osinski who's fucking talking about recording quality all the time and his whole lodge is about like products that are good for music and he one little snippet of information is that he has limits on his bandwidth so maybe that blueberry thing you were talking about fuck it's going to cost 20 bucks a month Mm. is that because that we usually do an hour long sort of episode Based on? I actually feel like we would have to pay the next bracket up, which might be 25 or something. Because we release too much? Yeah. See, I'm thinking if we took Bobby's approach mm. and actually like made them slightly shitter quality, well, Bands I know it is possible, couldn't you believe, mm. if we bounce it at <laughs> 128 mono and then the song at the end's in mono. The only reason it's ever stereo is because we do a song at the end. Yeah, right. So we could effectively cut that in half. Yeah, that's certainly not essential. Yeah, exactly. Especially if we're going to listen to albums whilst podging, which we've done once so far. Mm, and Charlie Pride. So mm. I enjoyed that, by the way. Could do Did that. I tell you that yet? No, you didn't. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Hadn't heard it before. <laughs> Always got a smiling face. <laughs> <laughs> albums of the week. What do you got, Stu? Uh, second test on ABC. <laughs> oh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Finished today. Grandstand. Yeah, it's actually been not to be. I, I, was I can't super, believe we haven't spoken about cricket I was yet. super negative about We've the cricket. We've got the famous like, Australian I hope they get here. fucking done like 4-0 or whatever. You know, it's but, not soccer. Um, oh, mate. No, I mean for the season, mm, not okay. for the uh, series or whatever. But uh, now they did okay, I guess. So I, I haven't watched any of it on TV yet, but yeah. I could not identify any of the people. The Aussie faces, I don't think I looked at them. But. Mm. Shane Warne, Gilly, in the commentary A-B. box anyway. Do you know what I did though? I rattled off my top 11, my, my ideal 11 in my head the other night. And it is for the listeners? Oh, in, oh, seen Who's it. opening the batting yeah, at least? Langer and, uh, it's the classic, classic oh, okay. lineup: of Langer, Hayden, oh, Ponting, nice. Mark War, Greg Blewett. No, forget him. And did he also play well? <laughs> I can't remember who my number five was. Divanuto. Mato. I oh, think Marto at five, Steve War at six, Gilly at seven, Warney at eight, you got Gillespie. Who is Night Watchman? No, no, that's like nine by then. Come on. Mm. Really? Yeah, I just rattled off eight people before him. <laughs> <laughs> so all Aussies. Oh, that's what I was talking about. My classic, oh, okay. my classic Australians. Basically the uh, late So who was 10 and 11? Uh, McGraw would have been 11. I can't remember number 10. was a Fleming, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah. Or it could have been Craig McDermott, but no, he's how angry you want to be. Old, too old. Yeah. Too old? I'm talking like the uh, late 90s here. Oh. I'm talking like uh, late 80s. Yeah. Yeah, they're okay. In, they were in poor shape back then. Cabba. What? Your classic 11. Classic 11. If you were I've, playing I've Shade spent, Wait, I've wait, wait if you were about it. to make a lineup on Shade Ward Cricket, that's yeah. the area you look at that. There you go. <sighs> Tuppy Taylor, Michael Slater. 
Oh, <laughs> you're going 93 here. <laughs> David Boone. Uh, if you name a wars. full lineup, oh, you're doing good. Number four, Mark, Mark obviously. Michael Bevan, uh, Andrew Simons. This is one day or test? This is uh, one day, surely. Yeah, this will be one day yeah. for sure, yep. Merv, Gillespie <laughs> for sure. Uh, Ian Healy. Ooh, no Gilly. Uh, yeah, Gilly will be there. Healy and Gilly. Oh, wait. Oh, Gilchrist. Yeah. I'm, I was thinking Gillespie. Oh, Gilchrist definitely be in there. Yeah, Gilchrist and Healy. Backup keeper. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Who's the captain Greg, of the Vice? Greg Blewett's the captain. Greg Blewett's the captain? Yeah. Oh. Uh, Shane Warne and um, I don't know. Some McGrath, other McGrath, Pinder. Yeah, oh, definitely McGrath. Oh, yeah. McGrath. Line on length. Uh, how many players have I got? That's Can I put Paul there. Rifle in there? 12th oh. man, Paul Rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Fine leg. Bring on Tom Moody while you're at it. Oh, fuck yeah. Coach Roy McGill. Roy uh, I, I got to say, it'd have to be the Hayden Langer combo. Three, we'll bring in Steve Waugh. Controversial. That's three. Whew. Yeah, I know, I know. That's early. Yeah, I know. Four, Mark Waugh. Five, Ponting. Six, Gilly. Seven, this is where it gets tricky. I'm going to go out on a limb here. You've added the extra bowler, have you? An extra bowler. Sounds like it. You've got Gilly at number six. Yeah, well, he's a wiki. Yeah, but you usually have six batters. You put Gillian over the batters. Yeah, but I don't have to. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking sluggers. I'm like fucking batter, batter, come on. In the, in the middle order, I want someone who can fucking knock it around a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And also... And also... Yeah, I forgot about Simons, actually. He's not bad, was he? Until he got yeah. done for drinking all night or something. Sorry. I might actually put Simons in there. At seven. Yeah, I could probably put him earlier, actually. No, nah, he's got to have a Barocca wake up after a big night. True. So, all right. So yeah. interchangeable Gilly Simons, I might switch him. Yeah. What am I up to? Seven. Seven. Oh, fuck. You So now I've got an eight. Yeah, eight would actually be Warney. Nine, I might put in... Brett Lee. <sighs> oh, yeah, he would tonk it. Maybe maybe actually Shane Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, it's pretty wild. The ugly brother. Yeah, just, just for the lols. <laughs> Ten. Oh, man, I haven't prepped this at all, obviously. We're going to go Stuart McGill. Mm. Oh, Even though senior. he get out probably first ball, but that's probably what a number 10 nah, does. He can, he can bat too. And 11 McGrath because of his he batting average. He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But usually he just moves his right leg forward, gets bowled <laughs> LB or through the legs and he's done. Remember that time um, Gillespie got like 200? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I heard him talk about it on the radio yeah, during the first test. He's a good, good commentary. Actually. Yeah, oh, I'm enjoying having him around. So is that your, also the album of the week for you guys as well? Uh, well, it's obviously marvellous. No, mine would probably be Brisbane Bullets beating um, Melbourne United twice in a week. You've been betting on it? No. Don't no bet bets? Anymore. Not into that industry. Yo, you're not into it? No, nah, it's bad for you. Really? Social media? Yes. Or did you get stung yes. and lost 80 no, cents on a bet once? Just, just trying to make some better life choices. Really? Yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing to do, especially when, you know... Money's too tight to mention. So I just play fantasy for free. Yeah. And any sports things. <laughs> 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 All right. Now I'm just going to do my top 11 um, Japanese porn stars. <laughs> uh, and opening. Karagi. Yeah. So album of the week. Let's go. Oh. Uh, probably go with Psychroptic. That's been getting a good old pummeling from me. Christ. Straight up the back end. Any good? Yeah, I love it. You do love yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Okay. I think it's really good. 
uh, classic top three Psychoptic album lineup. It does it make it or fuck yeah? Does it? Yeah, come off it. Look, I'm a, a scepter of the ancient sky, like Isle of Disenchantment for the lols. Yeah, and si- since then, none of the albums grabbed me by the cock. Symbols of failure. Great album, but not by the I'm cock. Be quite happy to drop it out of the top three. Wow. Um. Wow. Yeah, this one slaughter in. Number two. <laughs> Purely for the uh, uniqueness of it, finding, yeah, I don't know, just psychroptic stylings with a new approach in a way. Um, and new songs, real good live too. Some backing track, a bit lame, but solid as fuck players, eh? Yeah. Oh, well, very nice. Pepo with the Marduk shirt on and holding the mic stand throughout the set. Oh, oh, so the gig was good. Yeah. Yeah, missed that. Forgot about that. Was it Frank's birthday? Mm. Oh. Pretty good. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, it's nice. They do a Psychroptic cover? Uh, they didn't, but I did have a little creature and also a couple of beers. <laughs> the storm rolled in. So speaking of storm riding... Oh. Yeah. Stu, album of the week. Uh, does it have to be something I listened to this week? Is that the rules? Of the, uh, just, you know what? Because I actually haven't listened. All, all I had this week was the you know, your year of review from Spotify. Oh, like man, that is album of the week. Dude, 100 songs. I I'm love like, that shit. I'm up to like 44 or something. But it's just like bangers. Hits after hits. Really? Oh. Come off yeah. it. Oh. Why does it always happen to me that I oh. don't have Spotify? Because that sounds every great. Every song you've, you've loved over the year. Just comes and also mm. repeats one after it, another. It reminds you. And you're like, Slaps oh, you in the face. Right. And you go, oh, I forgot about this one. Yes. And then the next one. Yes. It's the ultimate playlist. There you go. That kills me because. Have you not learned yet? Pay the, get Roy to add you to his family Spotify account. <laughs> He's still paying for mine. So just I see if he's got an extra... One. Well, yeah. technically, I think metal's paying for yours, but... Yeah, well, yeah, fighting for metal, yeah. The highest paid band in Australia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Their number one song on the ARIA charts. I will say, this is a scoop, right? You'll like this scoop, as will you. Mm-hmm. And you both have names, but I've referred to you as you several times, so you guys mm-hmm. will like this. All right, just let me bend over. Okay, go. All right. Scoop away. So coming up the back end mm-hmm. is Roy with my question to him. Should I throw my fucking piece of horse shit on Bandcamp? Because, look, vinyl is prohibitively expensive for what mm. I'm about to do. It's, you know, realistically it's too long for a 7-inch <laughs> and also it's too short for a 12-inch <laughs> and 10 inches aren't widely available in Australia. <laughs> yeah, Speak for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So I said, look, fucking what do we do? Chuck it on Bandcamp. I'm against streaming but convince me. And this was his thing. So Cabba's thing was easy, like, oh, how are you going to drive people to your band camp without Spotify? And I'm like, well, if they're not fucking going to fucking get yeah, well, then you can fucking get yeah. <laughs> Whereas Roy said, I wouldn't want people not to listen to it because they couldn't. I wouldn't want the reason to be that it was inaccessible. And I went, fucking Roy. The voice of reason. <sighs> the thing, you can, you can have it there and not actively promote it, but it's fucking there if someone... Buys the vinyl, they can still. No, no, not oh, no vinyl, vinyl at all. It's too expensive yeah. for this. So you're talking distro on digital only. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, oh, wow. So is this you? You don't want on Spotify or you don't want on Bandcamp? Uh just I wanted it on Bandcamp yeah. as just the one thing. Well, you can find it. People can 
like because we've sold like all five albums in one go to a whole bunch of people mm. when it comes up suggested by Bandcamp to someone else like oh hey you bought yeah, this okay. perhaps you'd like to suck this off oh. and then they people go fuck yeah then just buy it <laughs> so that could happen without promoting it um, yeah you. okay yeah but if it's your only like a one off release. I don't know. Maybe we won't be as prominent because at this stage it's a, obviously, you know? a one of two. One of two, yeah, yeah. And I think because it's too short for any sort of physical product, and also the format that it's getting released and presented on. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's probably worth doing. And yeah, I should just suck it up and also just deal with it. That you know what, Th- this is how I sort of it was put to me. If you wanted to listen to the band, how would you listen to it? Would you go to Bandcamp? And I'd say, no, I'd go to Apple Music because I'm a tosser. Or Spotify if I had it and actually got an end of the year list. Can I tell you one thing? Yes. Uh, The latest hit album out of Perth from um, Direct C is Bandcamp only release. And yeah, I think you can... You can listen to the whole fucking thing there and not pay for it. It's more the convenience of the app. Couple do you of do, bucks yeah, and whatever. Have... But it is annoying that now my, my end of year songs doesn't yeah. play shuffle some direct C in there. Uh, I think maybe so. it's a lesson. Like this is what I'm trying to get myself to understand. If you're getting paid, this is the other thing Roy said, zero cents is worse than 0.03 of a cent. Which is true. So if someone's not listening to it, you're not even getting a royalty. Not that it's about money. But if you don't have a lot to recoup, then who really does give a fuck mm. if people if you are listening to it? You don't yourself. Exactly. You know, like... So part of the reason that I was pretty pro Bandcamp is because I was pretty pro vinyl. But now that that's prohibitively expensive, I don't have any money to really recoup anymore. Mm. Well, yeah, vinyl because like two grand. It was going to be two grand, yeah. But I don't... The How many thing, copies were you looking at? Like 100 copies or something? 150. Yeah. The thing, I th- it just would have been great to stick on the wall in case I never do anything ever again. Yeah. That was the big push. Still worth it if you did do it. But the other day I was listening to vinyl, Ahab on vinyl, and halfway through the Weed Man, it faded out and you had to flip the side. And I was like, you fucking dirty prick. Mm. You showed me what I don't want. Like, I don't want people to just like listen to it and be annoyed by flipping aside. Mm. In saying that, I would have done a seven inch because people know when they buy it that they're, you know, it's just a seven inch, yeah. they're going to chuck it on. But you know, like if you did Bandcamp and vinyl, you could always get download your free codes of free download codes of Bandcamp and give one of those for free with each vinyl. That way you've got a digital copy for free and you've got your vinyl copy. Do people download shit anymore? I don't know. I do. I have to for tools, is a good like example. When you, when you yeah. use Bandcamp, because I've never listened to something on like that, does it? Does it like save to an app or do you have to like you just save to your that. computer yeah. or something? There is a Bandcamp app and all your purchases. So even if it's a free purchase, it'll yeah. go there. So do you, or do you drag it into your iTunes library or something like that as well? Or? Uh, well, that's what I do. So yeah. like I've got every tool CD ever, even the shit ones, which is not really any. <laughs> and yeah, I have to rip them and drag them into my iTunes and update it to my iCloud. But it still pops up in the same spot that my Apple Music shit does as well. So that's my workaround. So I could do that with Bandcamp. It is a pain in the ass though and it just purely stops me listening. So it's tough. Well, in this day and age, everyone wants everything now, Ash, as you already stipulated. Yeah. You know, so it uh, depends on how you want to go. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. Anyway, I have no album of the week so that conversation oh. will do for that. Okay. It was Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar's X Magic again. So sorry, guys. She would never Best have off. guessed. I did listen to the new Clutch, by the way, and Sleeps. <laughs> 
I'll leave that in your hands. Man, I can't wait for the next bustle cast because I've got a couple of fucking magical bustles already. Did you do one the other day or not? We, we did. did. On the 9th? Yep. Can't wait. I've I never even heard of a bustle before. <laughs> Still don't quite understand what it is. Wait till you hear number one on the countdown. Is Pantera walk again? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it was just for a second. And then, then I remembered and snickered a little bit. <laughs> you dickhead. I laughed when it came on, eh? And also when it started. Um, All right, we're getting some goddamn food. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We're going to play a Silent Night song? No. <laughs> no? Fucking sick of hearing those things. All right. <laughs> Unless we're here to play a, a raw demo with no vocals and a half-assed drum track. Done. Yeah, yeah, sure. No. One, one of, what was your most listened to album of the year in Spotify? I was really digging uh, Victorious. was probably my hot find for the year. What's that? I tried to tell you about this uh, the last time we uh, tried to podge. Yeah, with, with you were absolutely that. legless. And uh, you end up jumping off a couch onto my head mm. and trying to fight me. So. <laughs> I'm on sounds a, about the like uh, pineapple juice today. So. Cool, man. Uh, Victorious was, is from Germany. and they, got, they, they came up on Spotify just out of the blue when I really needed a song to, to pick it's me up. I had a long, long day at work. They had dinosaurs on the cover with laser beams. It's called Legend of the Palosaurus. It's an EP. <laughs> Immediately fell in love with it. Met, got a bunch of copies from the guys and sold them in Australia for them. Yeah. And they're like, can we come to Australia? I'm like, totally, but I can't afford to bring you here. Uh, <laughs> they're fucking pretty good. So, yeah, Legend of the Palosaurus. There we go. Victorious. Got a song to play. There we go. Yeah. Best song off that. Yeah. That, the, oh, um, yeah, title that, track. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, the Palosaurus, man. All right. There's so many good ones. There's Razorblade, Raptor, Lasertooth Tiger. Like, oh, fucking, man. So it's a, it's a, only an EP, but you know, yeah, the idea is pretty rad. Cool. And if anyone has a question for Stu, you can go and suck yourself off because he's not on social media and he's doing important shit. I so. have a messenger account, as you know. You yeah. can always message me. And uh, yeah, you can either be a consumer or a creator. And right now I'm creating so you can consume later. Cool. There you go. Speaking of consuming, let's go and shove some food down our gobs. All right. Speak of creating, I'm going to create a shit after that.